G'day everyone. Thank you for downloading today's podcast. Jam-packed today. Packed full of jam. <laughs> yes, big show today. Sun on. Yes, we did. To Lying to, to the you. population. Okay. Keeping up with the conspiracy. It's fair enough. You, you can't to track really... down the other sun then? Mark, who it actually is. Yes, that, that would be nice. Yes. Um, but you know. It, did you ever a... know you had two sons? Yeah, and it, in all seriousness, it is Mark that the rumour is about. Sure, mate. <laughs> anyway, you'll find all that up. Uh, we also talked to one of the uh, members of Little Mix as well. Leanne used to work at Pizza Hut. Mm, God, yes. I miss all you can eat Pizza Hut. Birthday yeah. parties. God, they were good times. Mm. I miss the Bigfoot. Remember the Bigfoot? No. The square, they were like a, a triangle square. pizza, yeah. weren't they? Oh, not triangle, yeah. sorry, rectangle. Yeah, they were cute. Did you get them at all? No, nah, they don't do them anymore. No. Nah. Uh, and giant jelly squares. Remember in the uh, oh, dessert no. bar? Ginormous yes. big old squares of jelly. Mm. Uh, Toowoomba does still have an all-you-can-eat pizza hut, I believe. Does it? Because it's, it's got a sizzler. They must be battling it out up there. Yeah, well, mm. it's not much else to do in Toowoomba. <laughs> Eat and sleep. Eat and sleep. Um, also today... Oh, there's one on the Gold Coast. There you go. All-you-can-eat pizza hut. Hey, all right. trip. Gold Coast. No, where well, though? Because w- one just shut down, so they must have, must have had two. Uh, the one at Ashmore? Oh, there's one at Ashmore. Good times. Because remember That's there was... Gold Coast, isn't it? Mm, before yeah. Before you get to Gold Coast after SeaWorld? Yeah, yeah. It's like yeah. right near... It's right in the middle. It's right near Southport. But um, mm-hmm. remember they had that pizza hut on the Goldie... Um, it was like Nicole and Gatter or Kira, that's it, Kira. And it was right on the water and it was a, it was like a beautiful outlook. You, you would expect a... Near Nobby's? No, Kira. Kira. Sure it wasn't? All right, yeah. Yeah. And you would expect that to be like a six star hat restaurant or something like that, but it was just a big old pizza hut right there on the water. There's one in Brown's Plains. That's right. We were going to go to it, Remember? Yes. When it opened up, we were going to do something with it, and then we yeah. ended up going. Mm. It was Jack. Jack wanted to go. Our boss. Oh, yes. he loves a good all-you-can-eat. Mm. For mm. someone so skinny, he does enjoy all-you-can-eat. Yeah, uh, he's got that metabolism. No, nah, he eats healthy the other time. Oh, just you actually mean. notice he's an ultra, ultra, ultra healthy eater. Is mm. he? It's just when he decides to pee out, yeah, because he's a water poloist. Yeah, he's a water poloist. And a roller. Is he a yep. too? No, mm. water polo. It's a terrible strain on the poor horses. <laughs> so Pizza Hut Cura is shut down? Yeah, yeah, looks like it. The only ones in Queensland are um, Bowen, Gimpy. Um, I think the council kicked them out of that spot. They didn't want the Pizza Hut there in the prime real estate, and they, there was a bit of a fight about it. Gimpy, Browns Plains, Bowen, Toowoomba. And in South Australia, Abs, there's one in Marion and one in Newtown. Yeah, there's not one at Marion. I'm looking at their website right now. Yeah. Marion was the one closest to us, and we used to get kicked out quite a bit. Well, it's still there. Road trip. It's right, right next the to the Coles Marion. Oh, uh, yeah, and, Marion and Shopping Centre. You know how you Salvation say, um, Army Thrift Shop? You know how you say Carindale? Mm-hmm. Uh, Marion's the suburb, but it's also the Westfield. Ah, uh, yeah. So yeah. Marion, if you say you're going to Marion, you're going to the Marion Westfield. Yeah, you've got the, the cinemas there and the um, David Jones and... Was that yep. where Thursday night shopping was big? Like all the teenagers would go and hang out and there? I used to MC at Shenanigans, which was an Irish pub there. Mm-hmm. And then I had to quit that so I could go and dance at the synagogue, which was an R&B club in the city. There you go. And that was where it all started because you were going to work your way up to <laughs> being on Hit 105 with R&B Fridays. Who would have thought? <laughs> it's on a, how's that? You would probably know this, Abs, but it's on a diagonal road called... Diagonal road. Yeah. Yeah. SA is set up in a grid in the city. Mm. So each street is a K long. Like, it's Mm. weird. Yeah, so it's a grid. And then the one that's not on a grid, they decide to point out that it's not on a grid. It's a (laughs) diagonal. (laughs) At least you know exactly what you're talking about, though. You know, it sounds silly, Mm. but... I don't think there was any outrage when State of Origin didn't happen there. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, that was disappointing. I was looking forward to possibly going and staying at your no, parents' you place. We said that we we're going to do it, and you're like, nah. I never so said no. Do- I think we said no. We were talking about it, and then we're like, nah, we won't. We might do something for the second one. No, as if. If there was a road trip to watch Origin, I'd be keen to go. 
<laughs> that 110% would never have been me shutting that down. I think it was the one in Queensland that we were going to be on holidays for that we couldn't have done anything for. Yeah. Um, I wonder if they'll take it back there next year, though. Possibly Maybe. still. Because it's all about trying to promote the game. Mm. Okay, let's get into the podcast. Here we go, guys. Stav, Abby and Matt. On Hit 105. Speaking of isolation, my parents are uh, live in South Australia. They live in Adelaide. And it's a little bit more relaxed there because they mm. haven't had as high a numbers. So when I say, oh, you're going there, you're not allowed to, they're like, oh, no, no, we're, we're still allowed to. Sometimes I have to Google to make sure my parents aren't lying. Um, <laughs> but things like gyms are shut down, um, and my dad always goes to the gyms, and pubs are shut down, mm. but you're allowed to, you're allowed to meet, um, I think, up to still five people or ten people. Oh, in, really? As long as you're not, yeah, as long as you're not close together. Because they've had a lot of zeros, like daily reports of zero cases in South Australia. They're, they're, the, they're the ducks of the corona world You've got to right remember, now. you haven't got as many people travelling there. You know, right. just to pop in and say hi. Yeah. Uh, although they did, they had a lot of Americans who came over to go to the wineries. Uh, but I was speaking to, and they, they tested positive, um, but I was speaking to my mum yesterday, and she's always talking to Pete in the background, which is my dad. Mm. And uh, she's like, wait a minute, wait a minute. Pete, where are you going? What do you mean you're going to the park? Why are you going to the park? And I could hear them having a conversation, and he goes, oh, well, I can't meet the friends. So he normally goes and meets friends at the pub once a month, mm. which I think is great for, for a group of guys to yeah. get together, talk, have a few beers and have a pub meal. But they can't, so they've decided to meet in a park. Mm-hmm. Nothing and dodgy about a group of old retired men meeting up meeting at a park. A park. <laughs> <laughs> so she goes, what do you mean you're meeting in a park? And, he goes, and I could hear him go, well, we're going to keep distant. She goes, well, what are you going to do? He goes, I packed a lunch. To lunch. Yeah, great. I mean, he's got a Tupperware and he's packed his sandwich. Mm-hmm. Anyway, and she goes, "Oh, well, I think it's stupid, but all right, have fun." Anyway, that's why they talk. What do you and tell the goes, cops? Then, what are you? What are you guys are doing? Here? Uh, just hanging out, eating sandwiches. And she goes, <laughs> "Wait, wait, 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 darling, wait, darling, wait, darling, Pete, what have you got? You can't take a bottle of wine to the park." <laughs> Yeah, you can. <laughs> <laughs> I said, I think he's allergic because he can't drink at the park. Yeah. And, he go, and I could hear him go, we're not going to share. We're all taking our own. Fine. So they've all taken their own bottle of wine and their own packed lunch and they're mm. going to stand a metre and a half apart from each other and right. get together and have a great old chat. <laughs> so how, how many did you say? How many guys? I think there was about five. <laughs> <laughs> five guys, just, five bottles actually, of wine. Mm. Felt like my mum when she was talking to me back in the day. Yeah. Like, it just it goes back, doesn't it? Where are you going, Abby? You going to a park? What are you going to do? Drink. Drink. You can't drink in the park. <laughs> oh, drinking in the park. Those were the days. Don't worry, mum. It's banned, isn't it? Drinking in the park. Yeah, you're not allowed to. In Australia, you can't drink in open spaces. Yeah, but no one like if you go to New Farm Park on a Saturday afternoon. There's families down there with a couple of oh, beers. Yeah. It's, it's one of those ones. It's it's just, if if you got inebriated and started causing a ruckus, then you would get you would get caught. But it, no, it's technically. But then you go, you go to somewhere like London, and because it's only sunny two weeks out of the year, you can actually go to the bar, get three pints, take them out of the pub, go over to the park across the road with the pints you bought from the bar, and have them there, and then take the glasses back after you're done. It's amazing. Oh, that's good. Mm. Well, in Vegas, you see people walking around with litres of alcohol just on the street. That's why so many people get married there. (laughs) (laughs) Because you're allowed to go wherever you want with it. It would be be different, though, wouldn't it, for the police? See, that they turn up, they're used to breaking up parties in the park and the kids have all got, like, Mm. you know, um, UDL throwdowns and stuff, but they get there and they're like, oh, Penfolds, this is (laughs) quite nice, guys. Look at you go. You're still going to have to move along. I was just saying, you can't go in your age. You're in the high-risk category. (laughs) The team goes, so are you. She goes, I'm not. I'm 69. It's only 70. (laughs) (laughs) Stab Abby and Matt on Hit 105. Can you make a hotline ring? You can ask us anything. 131060 is our number. Anything you want to talk about in first calls, you can. Natalie in the city. Yep. (laughs) Hey, Nat. Hey, how are you going? Good. What do you got for us? Um, Well, actually, it has a little bit to do with yesterday's phone caller. She was a bit annoyed about the fact that she can't go have her wine down the pub. Now, I work in bars, and I have done now for 10 years. I think it's one of the most stupidest ideas to think that we need to open pubs back up now when people are still possibly infected and then they can make out with each other. 
on a dance floor. <laughs> and they're going to then pass this festive thing around, and then mm. they're going to be like, oh, oh, look, we've just had a big increase on this virus. I wonder why that is. <laughs> yeah, you're saying it's not essential, though. What are, what are you doing for, for money then, Nat? Um, uh, thankfully, the government has come through with everything that, you know, they, they guess that yeah. like, everything that's happened. It's taken a while, but, mm-hmm. you know, I, I have been lucky that I have had a couple of friends that have helped me out in the first yeah. few weeks of the... It's, it's been crazy, but, like, I think people just need to take it day by day and mm. just wake up in the morning and go, all right, what am I doing today? Oh, I'm going to paint. You know, like, <laughs> just figure out what you're going to do. What um, bar do you work at? Um, I actually work at the Victory Hotel. Oh, the God. Vic. Oh, the Vic. Yeah, I patched on that dance floor, actually. <laughs> <laughs> well, the thing, I'm not sure if you've heard of the news today, Nat. They are saying that they're, they're working towards reopening bars, though. But the what they're going to do, um, and Joseph broke this story at 6am, um, they're saying that it's all going to be sit-down. So even nightclubs, like imagine the Met reopens as well. Clubs won't open. But there's this, but apparently this is what their associations or whatever are all working I'm towards. To do. Imagine mm. sitting down mm. in a nightclub. There's a DJ, you know, banging out tunes, and you're just sitting there watching them from a seat. Like Your it. shoulder and head bopping. Yes. <laughs> oh but, yeah, I don't know how that would work. But it would have to go back to like being. Um, at high school at lunchtime, we always had this teacher that would smack you with a ruler if you were canoodling with your mm-hmm. girlfriend. Yeah. Like if, people, yes. if people start hooking up, you'd have to have <laughs> bouncers come in and rather than break up fights, break up hookups. Well, we already do that. It's, called, it's a code pink. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah, yeah. So if, if someone knew, I've caught a few people doing oh. the act in toilet. Oh. <laughs> code pink. Brilliant, Natalie. Brilliant. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Nat, call back any time. You're anytime. a delight. Anytime. <laughs> uh, hey, Janice. Hey, Matt. How you going? I'm good. Oh, hello. <laughs> hey, I've got, a, <laughs> I've got a tip to get the kids outside and moving. Mm. I downloaded Pokemon Go yesterday on the app, and my children are obsessed about going for walks now. It's really oh, good. It's hard perfect. to get those 10-year-olds outside. Yeah, perfect. How long ago was that phenomenon? Because a lot of kids wouldn't have even been around, would they? Five years? It has to be five years. I think think it's only about two, surely. Oh, is it really? Oh, I'll, maybe I'll Google. Yeah, feels like know, five. Two or three, yeah. It does feel like five. <laughs> I don't know. Did you guys stop playing? I've got them all. <laughs> <laughs> it is a good one, though, actually. The issue was, remember where there was kids getting out on train tracks to catch rare Pokemon and things like that? Mm-hmm. Mm, we yeah. used to go for walks around um, South Bank, around the river, and um, there was just huge swarms of people, wasn't there? Yeah. So we couldn't get through, and they were all just getting the Pokemon. It must yeah. have been a special one there. 20, 2016 is when it hit. Yeah, wow. Yeah, right. yeah. Uh, Gary from Calvin Grove, you're on the air, buddy. What do you want to chat about in first calls? Uh, Matty, you're just the man I wanted to talk to. I just wanted to test out your your newfound energy from that Reiki that you got the other day. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Abby, you explained to the to everyone listening what we did. Oh, well, this is Gazza. You know Gary. He's the one yeah, that you've been saying Gary. that you jinxed. Um, you've just you been too. supporting the teams that um, lose. So you had a bit of a cleansing. Your heart has been open again. So he wants to see if you can uh, bet on something, and we'll see if it No, 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 no. I just want to know, will football be starting definitely or not? Oh, yeah, uh, Maddie. Okay, because right I, 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 you go for the Raiders, don't you, Gazza? And I, I jinxed you on the Raiders in the grand final. Is that right? Well, that's correct, yeah. Okay, so will it be starting on May 28? I'm going to say that I guarantee you, without a shadow of a doubt, Ooh. the NRL oh. season will yep. commence... Yep. On the 28th of May, as First planned by test. the NRL, and okay. Queensland teams will play. Wow. It used to be that the kiss of death was bad, but the kiss of Maddie was even worse. <laughs> let's just, let's just, let's just so, see how that goes, mate. I yeah. can't wait to see. Make and note. I'll be calling you if that doesn't happen. 28th of May, uh, we'll have a chat, Gazza, and I'm, I guarantee you, mate, no shadow of a doubt, the Reiki has healed me. Shada da 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 boom Love you all, and I'll see you later. Take you care. too, Talk buddy. You, Stav, Abby, and Matt. On Hit 105. Make your home zone your fun zone with Mr. Toy's Toy World. Shop in store or online at mrtoys.com.au Alphabet Abby and Max Kids Alphabet
Yeah, here we go. Uh, 100 bucks to spend at Mr. Toy's Toy World on the line. We play at 7 and 8 all week long, so make sure you're listening out. Someone who is listening is Lila from Forest Lakes. Morning, Lila. Hi. Hi. How old are you? I'm eight years old. Eight years old. And what are you going to do with your Mr. Toy's voucher? I'm going to buy teddies and get something for my brother. Oh, that's very You're sweet so of you. Nice. Yeah. All right. Well, you know how this works. You're going to get a letter from Aunty Abby. Every answer has to start with that letter. Say pass if you don't know to give yourself as much time as possible, okay? Okay. All right. Good All luck. Right. Here we go. Your color is, uh, you, sorry, your letter is <laughs> R for rich. But guess what your first question is? <laughs> All right. Here we go. Name a color. Red. Name something that goes into space. Mm. Pass. And name something you can tie things with. Right. Name something from the future. Um, pass. Name a flower. Rose. Name something in a pencil case. Um, rubber. Name something you can cross. Road. Name a reason, a uh, reason for umbrella. Um, rain. Yes. Yeah, nice. Yes. Six, right? You did so well. Well done, Lila. Congratulations. Yep, sweet. She's done. Business, we're done. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, The ones you passed on into space, something you send is a rocket, um, and something from the future could have been a robot. So, a hundred bucks to spend at Mr. Toy's Toy World, Lila. All yours. uh, Have fun and make your home zone your fun zone. Stav, Abby, and Matt on Hit 105. Kid, is this real life? Co-worker. Who is this crazy gringo and what is he talking about? Working from home, it's a dream, right? Yeah. Right? Yay. Maybe it would be if you had like a sweet setup and you didn't have kids around. But I think that's the problem is a lot of people are trying to work from home. I'll um, also have the kids at home yeah. for homeschooling until uh, mid-May, I think they said, five weeks. And we've done a little bit of a game because they both... Well, I guess co-workers can do things that annoy you and also kids. And because your kids are now your co-workers, we thought we'd do a little game. We've done it before where you tell us a scenario and we'll see if we can guess if that's your co-worker or your child. Now, you'd be very surprised at some of the, like, some of the childish things that co-workers uh, do. Here are some of our favourites from the last round we did and you can join in 13, 10, 60. This person stuck their hand... Down their pants, mm-hmm. scratched, and then sniffed. Mm. Oh, co-worker. See, uh, yep, it was co-worker. <laughs> yeah, 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 there we no go. Deliberation. Okay. Well, yeah. Someone yesterday cracked a tantrum because the postman came. I have to say, a kid. a kid. It's a co-worker. Yeah. <laughs> they um, scooped a bit of earwax out of their ear, rolled it into a ball, sniffed it, mm. and then ate it. It was a co-worker, and she had long acrylic nails to ah! scoop that out. Too. Wow. Mm-hmm. That's our favourite. Why? Realize we didn't have any kids then. <laughs> no. <laughs> Why have long acrylic nails if not to pick gunk out of yourself? <sighs> <laughs> That's how we play. <laughs> now, it's been interesting. So you can go back on stories as well, by the way, because we know a lot of people, are, if you are working from home, if you want to mm. dig up an old, like, filthy story or something that a co-worker has gotten, uh, gotten up to, 13, 10, 60... Um, you tell it to us, and we've just got to guess whether it's someone that you work with or maybe one of your children. Um, I was asked to wipe a bum. Co-worker. Absolutely. The CEO. <laughs> and, and, and thank you very much, Maddie. Very, very gentle. <laughs> Stab Abby and Matt on Hit 105. Kid. Is this real life? Co-worker. Who is this crazy gringo and what is he talking about? Sometimes you just can't tell them apart because they both misbehave. We know a lot of people <laughs> are working from home, so we just thought you could substitute uh, your work colleague for your child. Tell us the scenario. It doesn't have to be from the present. It can be way, way back. And we'll see if we can guess which one it is. Uh, join in any time. The number 131060. Uh, we do have a $200 Drake supermarket voucher to give away. Love the Drake. Bianca and Joyner. Uh, kid or co-worker, tell us your story. Hi, guys. Um, so we were at the toilet mm-hmm. and they did a number two and wiped their bottom and threw the paper on the floor, not in the oh. toilet, and then walked out. Knew they did it and left. You work at the radio station? 
<laughs> We've had some issues. Yeah. Uh, um, I'm That's not say... a joke. There really was. Um, I'm definitely going to say. Uh, I'm going to say child. Yeah, I'm going to say kid. See, the, I, I want to say co-worker, but the fact that you know they threw it <laughs> and didn't accidentally drop it <laughs> makes me say mm-hmm. kid. It has to be child. Child. No. You thought it was a co-worker. And I still work with her. <laughs> so how do you know they, they actually threw it? In, and it wasn't I was a... in the cubicle next to her, mm. and I saw it drop onto the ground, and then she proceeded to pull her pants up and walk out. Wow. Oh, so it didn't do anything yep. about it. This didn't must have been pre, uh, pre-corona because that's like liquid gold she's throwing away there. She's just <laughs> wearing a little toilet paper. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's great. Yeah. Right, eh? Well, they, 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 I mean, they don't all have to be down that line, but um, you tell us a story. Uh, we're going to guess whether it was something your kid did or one of your co-workers. 131060 is our number. We've got Sandra so- on the line. You tell us the scenario. <laughs> Good morning. I wanted to tell you about um, someone who's sitting at a desk, a male who's sitting at a desk, mm-hmm. and every morning would wipe, pick their nose and wipe their boogers, scrape them underneath the desk to wipe them off their finger to the point where there were like literally hundreds and hundreds of scraped boogers underneath the desk. Hmm. I knew a kid at school who collected scabs. Oh. Yeah, yeah, we had the pull-out tubs, like the the white tubs you'd pull out at the end of the year when, you know, you clean them all out on, like, the last week or whatever. Mm. Had quite the collection. I'm going to say co-worker for this one. I'm definitely, yeah, definitely co-worker. I'm, I'm going to say kid. All right, Sandra? Yeah, no, it's definitely a co-worker. Oh, you guys mm. got it. Nice work. Mm. You know, I've just realised this is the only segment where you can't go and give your work a plug while you're here, Sandra. <laughs> I can't work for them anymore, so it's oh, okay. okay. <laughs> what, um, were they in management or were they just like... Yeah, he was a middle-aged man in, um, he was an IT specialist. Of course. And of I course. didn't know. Of course. <laughs> those IT of course, types. All, I mean, all IT people pick their nose. Those, those IT types. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I've, I've, you just look under the desk of our technicians here, and I bet you you'll find some secrets. Shout out to my next-door neighbours who are both IT. IT? Yeah. They call yeah. it cleaning out the hard drive. <laughs> <laughs> Stav, Abby and Matt. On Hit 105. Food and vitamins and supplements. Oh, my. Working out, sleeping in, taking vitamins. I mentioned on the show that I was getting hair vitamins and I did some before and after. And, you know, each week I get asked what brand they are. So listen up. This is it. This is your last time I'm going to mention it. Uh, no, uh, the founder of them, you can check her out, JS Health founder, uh, Jessica Seppel. Morning. Good morning, guys. Business booming at these times. I know my <laughs> wife, every time a package turns up, it is either um, a country road jumper or it is some sort of vitamin that is essential to her well-being. Oh, my gosh. I know. It's a very interesting time. I don't think it's what we expected. Mm. But, yeah, people are definitely investing in their health at this time. It's- yeah, I've got to be honest. I'm probably drinking more alcohol and then equally <laughs> taking more vitamins to counteract I'm also it. drinking more wine than usual. Don't worry. <laughs> it makes me feel better because you're like a... <laughs> You're you're a clinical is it nutritionist? Yes, I am. Yeah, well, if you are, then we're allowed to. Um, <laughs> I, I think. I mean, I do actually think wine can be part of a healthy life. I think drinking it in moderation is so good mm-hmm. for the yeah. mind and body. Yeah. You do have a few vitamins, I think, that I I'm ordering that are different because I do use the the hair and energy. But yes. people are more stressed at the moment, and I know myself mm. that I'm not sleeping as well. Mm. Would there be mm. something that you'd recommend for it? Oh my gosh, sleep is such a big issue at the moment. I actually was suffering with it too in the beginning of isolation. And I'm absolutely sure it's got something to do with the blue lights from our phone. So I actually encourage the Jay's Health community to do one thing. And it's been amazing to see the response. Switching all social media and technology off by 8.30 p.m. Mm -hmm. You will not believe what a difference it makes. That's my number one tip. I do have an incredible PM formula that contains a blend of magnesium and lavender, which is very great. I'll send you guys both some. Um, but I do think the technology is really having an effect on the pineal gland, which is you know the which is where our melatonin, the sleep hormone, is pumped from. And making sure you don't drink too much at night because that definitely disrupts sleep. They're small things people don't realize. I always say, as a nutritionist, it's really the small little changes that make a huge difference. You don't need to make drastic changes, but for me, 
switching my phone off at 8.39 p.m. It is a boundary. It's quite hard for a lot of people. Mm. It allows me to sleep well and then I wake up energized and I can do my day. And also we all know when we sleep well, we're much more inclined to make healthy choices. Is it a myth that stress um, strips you from um, getting as much from food that you should? You know, they always say stress makes you not yes. absorb vitamins as much. Is that true? So stress, which is uh, cortisol hormone. Cortisol is our stress hormone, Mm -hmm. which can make it really hard for the digestive system to work as well as it should. It kind of shuts down. If you're highly stressed, it can shut down your digestive system. There is a study that shows that those people with IBS, irritable bowel syndrome, do have higher cortisol levels. So 100%. I mean, we all know what it's like when we're super stressed. You feel bloated. You feel like your gut's changing. You feel like your bowels are irregular. You know, you can feel things changing. So something like 20 deep belly breaths every day is something I recommend people do. And it calms down, calms down the gut and digest, digestive system. But there's, I mean, I've got a great also digestive formula you can take alongside with eating well. (laughs) Um, But I do think stress is something that we all have to work on. I think we all think it's food and exercise, but I do believe stress can be a number one health killer. Mm, Turning off your screen will definitely help with your stress. Yes, exactly. And that's the other thing. Social media causes stress. Yeah, I wanted to know why magnesium makes you sleep. Magnesium is like my magic mineral. It's probably my favorite mineral. It's just the one that is really what has been shown to calm down the nervous system. So that's what happens. It's kind of a, a muscle relaxant, but at the same time, calms and soothes the nervous system. And so that's why it's so great for helping you to stay asleep. Um, you know, a lot of people don't also eat their dark leafy greens, which is where a lot of magnesium is found. Mm. Um, but, and you know, most people are just not eating a whole food diet. But yeah, magnesium, my magnesium blend with some lavender oil. I've got lavender oil, which again, also soothes um, the nervous system and helps to induce calm, the feeling of calmness. Another great magic little ingredient to help calm down the mind. I think for us, a lot of us, it's just the mind. The mind is so busy, which is <laughs> not allowing us to sleep as well. Yeah, shut up, you, stupid mind. Yeah, are you stressed that I'm going to recommend that to your wife as well, Manny? <laughs> I think you're probably we've probably got but a whole really... cupboard full of them. I'd say, <laughs> no one her. I do have. I have to admit, I do have a very probably my favourite Jay's health vitamin is my anxiety and stress vitamin. It's very very powerful. Happy to send the wives. Oh well, they yeah. Want. <laughs> yeah, well, not that I feel my wife needs it, but if you've got a hundred cases, I'd, I'd fully take them. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> hey Jess, always great to catch up with you. Check Thank out your you JS Health app as well. It's got heaps of tools on there on how to live a realistic um, and sustainable and healthy lifestyle. We appreciate you chatting this morning. Stab Abby and Matt on Hit 105. TV respects me. TV show. Really worth checking out. Uh, more than ever, Netflix, Foxtel, the whole lot. It's getting a lashing. Stan's getting, uh, getting a lashing as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, and everyone's looking for the next big thing after Tiger King. What is around? Um, and this is a show that I found um, that is on Foxtel at the moment. The yeah. channel is TLC. Now, not everyone does have it on their package, but the uh, the good folks at Foxtel have opened up all the channels for everyone over isolation time. So um, even if you've got the basic basic setup, you'll be able to get in and get to this some. channel. Yeah, they've opened up some, not all. Yeah. I thought I was special, so I didn't want to say anything. I thought yeah, I was going to correct him if there's a mistake. No, because we only have the sports channels, so they swap sports with uh, movies. The movies, yeah. 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 And if you bring it up, they're like, actually, no, we should have been charging you for that. <laughs> uh, there's a show, 90 Day Fiance, uh, which everyone should get around. Now, it's a, an American documentary slash reality TV series. Uh, and people. it's about Americans who meet people online from other countries and um, they're applying for K-1 visas, and that's to have their lovers mm. they've met online come and live in America. And Is you've it got... often young girls um, coming over to America mm. to meet some guy that just has been unlucky finding love, living <laughs> in his parents' basement for the... <laughs> You've seen it. Yeah, you pick the plot line pretty quickly. <laughs> there are there are some older women who find themselves mm. some um, some African men as well in the series. But one that's been going around online, um, a big storyline, are two people named Big Ed and uh, Rosemary. Now, mm. uh, Rosemary is twenty three years old and Filipino, so I'll let you guess how old Big Ed from America is. Sixty five. 
He's a bit younger than that. He's 54. Oh, 54. Yeah. Is he big? Is that... <laughs> yes, he's, he's, he's fatty. It's, it's not an ironic thing. Didn't know if it was ironic. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He's, short, he's short and plump. Um, mm-hmm. And he has no neck. Now, I got at the producers to text you guys a photo so you can see oh. a photo of Big Ed. Mm-hmm. He, he honestly has no neck. Looks like Jabba the Hutt. Um, and this very attractive oh. Filipino girl, he goes over to America... Um, to propose. They've known each other for three months. Mm-hmm. They're beautiful. That looks really in love. He's been uh, single for 28 years. Um, no, you don't. <laughs> <laughs> hey, if you ask him, it was his choice. Right. Oh, yeah, of course. Yeah. He was fussy, right? He, had he a ba- just he had didn't a... want to settle with anyone. Well, had well, a bad he... breakup 28 years ago with the mother of his daughter. Mm. So well, also, He can't get married because he can't wear a tie. Uh... He actually has no neck. It's got nothing to do with his size. He just... Yeah. He... Mm. Yeah, he, uh, yeah. It's his body type. I'm going to take you through some of the audio here, and it's it's funny to watch because he is ridiculous. This guy, he goes over there, right, and mm. the, he meets this girl for the first time. They're sitting down for their first ever coffee, and this is the first thing that he asks her as they're sitting down face to face for the first time. But I have a favor. What the favor? So there's a test that you can take for um, like sexually transmitted disease. You want to test me? I, I feel you will not trust me. Okay. I feel offended. Mm. Is this her first date? Very first date. Well, she doesn't need him to take a test. I can give you the answers. <laughs> Everyone watching says the same thing. Now, she storms off because she's not happy about it. The next day, he manages to get her back to the hotel room and uh, make it up to her. Uh, just romantic. He wants to take things slow. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, this is not him. This is not him preempting anything. So I got the massage oil here. Mm-hmm. I would like to order um, a bottle of your finest champagne. I want to show Rose how romantic I can be. It's just a massage, babe. I promise you. Mm. Nothing else. Just a yep. massage. He then proceeds to give her a foot massage. Oh. Right? Now, okay. Filipino, I don't know if this is all Filipino women, but they have, they're not very good at hiding their facial expressions. Right. She genuinely has a look on her face of disgust about <laughs> this man, but continues to tell him how much... He, she loves him, but you can just tell when she says she's holding down vomit every time, every time she says it. Is this her second date and she says, I love you? No, they've been saying I love you for three months. Right. Via oh, FaceTime and everything. Online. Yeah. yeah. Green card. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the reason it's 90 day fiance is because you've got 90 days to get married when you apply for the K-1 visa in right. America. Oh, romantic. Right. Yep. So picture Big Ed there, no neck, sitting there on the ground. <laughs> She's sitting on the end of the bed. He's rubbing her feet. Oh, God. And then he tries to kind of make the first move. How do you say kiss in Tagalog? Halik. Halik. Yeah. Okay. May I halik you? Yes, please. What about on the lips? Sure. Oh, my God. That was nice. <laughs> that was our first kiss. <laughs> Kissing Rose felt like heaven. I really have no idea what to expect tonight. Yeah, she sounded Aww. into that, didn't she? Yeah. Did they get married then? Uh, we haven't got. It hasn't been revealed oh. yet. This is oh. just the early stages I'm at in this show. Uh, okay. That that halicking <laughs> continued on for Big Ed. Good morning. Yeah. Did you and Ed get intimate last night? Not just intimate. Tell me the truth. Oh, I hope. Last night we made love. It was awesome. Let's put it this way. I'm not only on cloud nine, but I can't wait to do it again. <laughs> they think the champagne really got her excited. The next um, thing you know, we're, you know, we're making love, and now we're going to leave to go meet her family. I'd Have say next minute, me, but he doesn't have one. Please tell, <laughs> please tell me you've seen the part where they, he meets a family. I have seen that part. Are they really excited? Uh, well, this is the thing. Is it true love or is it not, Abby? Oh, I don't oh, know. It's sounding like true love, isn't it? I'm saying, it, I'm saying it's love. I reckon they're soulmates. Oh, you, let's let's just see the interactions that Ed's already had with the sister. Remember, they live in the slums of Filipino, okay? Okay. Here we go. I am worried about meeting her sister, Maria, because of the fact that she asked for money and asked me to hide it from Rose. But is Rose in on it? Has Rose asked the sister to ask him for money? I don't think oh. so. 
I'm yet to get to that part of this show, but I really think this is going to end. It's going to be a love story for the ages. Okay. Yeah. Is it? Does it always follow these guys, or is it? There's like heaps of them. There's all different ones. And these ones. are just the ones that are filmed. <laughs> they thought. Yes. Uh. Stav, Abby, and Matt on Hit 105. Hey, this is exciting. On the air with us right now, we got Leanne from Little Mix. Good morning. Hello. Hi. But I'm, I'm so excited you guys yeah. have done a breakup song because my favourite um, songs to work out to are breakup <laughs> songs because I say that they're the most powerful. They're the ones that you're like, damn you, I'm just, I'm going to get fit, I'm going to get better. So it's good to sing about it. Uh, yes. Definitely, and I think this one as well, it just has that uplifting, it just makes you feel uplifted, and it just makes you feel so happy when you hear it, and I think everyone needs that right now, with everything going on, I think. Yeah, well, and, and it's convenient that Jesse, well, not convenient, inconvenient, and, and but just ironic, Sad. that um, Jesse broke up with her boyfriend, and the song comes out at the same time. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I mean... Definitely not planned at all. <laughs> I know it seems um, it, but no, no, no. I know it wouldn't be. <laughs> no, but, um, yeah, obviously unfortunate, but, um, yeah, it's just life, I guess, isn't it? Is Because it, you girls, um, have you're the best of friends and you always help each other out, and we, we've seen that throughout heaps of things with, with Little Mix, but um, it, it must be hard not being able to go around and and help her out. Yeah, it's really, really strange. I think for, for anyone going through anything right now, a breakup or whatever struggle, I think it must be so hard in this situation. Um, so, yeah, it's just so weird, isn't it, really, for everyone? Yeah. Well, speaking of this situation, I'm surprised you're so lovely because I was expecting you to be a moody bitch, according to your Instagram. Thank you very much for that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, gosh. That's what I'm saying. It's, it's affecting people in, in different ways, I think. But... Um, I have up and down days, I'd say. What's on your Instagram? Stay. Leanne apologised for being a moody bitch because you and your, your partner oh, right, don't spend okay. that much time together because he plays football and you <laughs> tour a lot, so now you're stuck together and you're like, I'm so sorry, babe, you're seeing sides of me that you probably shouldn't have seen before. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, do you know what? I think because on a normal day, like if we like, we don't really see each other a lot at all. If we do have time off, we're going away, we're going on holiday, mm. we're not stuck in the house, so it, mm. so it is obviously really strange. But, I mean, at the same time... We get on really well anyway. Like, we don't, I'm not sick of him. I'm not bored of him. It's just nothing like that. Um, but I just think I'm handling it in a way where I can be quite moody sometimes. It's just it's a situation that no one no one knows how to handle it. Do you know yeah, what I mean? Exactly. Yeah, no one's done it before. Especially when you say I'm going to have a fight and mm. then you walk to the kitchen. You know what I mean? <laughs> I'm leaving. I'm in the kitchen. <laughs> you stay in the bedroom. Oh, that's it. Exactly. There's no point arguing because you've got to be with that person anyway. So. What was it like? You guys um, performed um, on the weekend as part of the the One World um, performance. It was like a raw performance that you guys did. Was it amazing being part of that? Oh, absolutely loved it, yeah. I mean, so strange not actually being with the girls um, and having to harmonise together. But, um, yeah, I think we we managed to pull it off and to be be involved in something like that is amazing. And, yeah, we were honoured to be able to do that. It was Lady Gaga was the one who sort of kicked it off. Did, did she send you a text or give you a call? Was it? Uh, did she do all the uh, the oh. administration work? I imagine she would have. We wish. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, she didn't. But um, yeah, she's she's great, and to be able to sing something that she's organised was great. It was amazing. Hey, do you ever miss Pizza Hut? I'm just reading here that your job right before Little Mix was Pizza Hut. Every day she does. Yeah. <laughs> Do I miss pizza? Yeah. <laughs> um, what a question. Do you know what? I do miss the free pizzas, I'm not going to lie. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You could and still get that, yeah. I think. Yeah. Yeah. Maddie was a crew trainer yeah. at McDonald's. Oh, wow. I love McDonald's. Oh, my gosh. I miss McDonald's. Bad. Yeah. I hear what you're saying. You're impressed by the middle management that I reached. Girls quite often are. Um, <laughs> it's quite the jump, though, to go directly from Pizza Hut straight into one of the biggest pop bands in the world. Did you actually have to, like, call your manager and resign? Or, or, like, how how did that work? Did they just turn on the television and go, she's not coming back? Um, I'm trying to think how it went. I think I just said, sorry, guys, I'm not coming back. But um, it was actually really cheeky because... My mum went in there to try and put some posters up when we was on the show to, um, to promote us, and they, hmm. they said no. <laughs> they were jealous. 
Well, was, that was you a crew them. member. Right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so what? Like, I think it was so rude. So, <laughs> so like you the vote posters, impressed. she wanted to go in there and say, hey, vote for Little Mix, text this mm. number and stuff, and they're like, yeah. no, that's not on. Yeah. Wouldn't, they need, wouldn't have put the posters in. You need Awful. to write a breakup song for you and Pizza Hut. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I never really liked the manager anyway at all. God, so oh well. There's a headline. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Were they, what, were, were they one of those real crabby people who'd only reached that, like they couldn't go any further than that in life, so they just used to spend their days just destroying teenagers? Oh, God, stop. That sounds so horrible. But, um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the truth quite <laughs> often is. Yeah, I think she wanted it to be our lives, and it just wasn't. I wanted to be a singer, so. <laughs> hey, after isolation, what's the plan? I just think we need a massive party. I mm-hmm. think we need to get really drunk, dance, and touch people, and just have fun. That's now, there's a awesome. quote. <laughs> there's that's a quote. Awesome. <laughs> it's like it's going to be Mardi Gras all over the world, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear. That's something, yeah. that's something you can say, Leanne, but imagine me coming on air and saying, after isolation, I'm going to get really drunk, dance, and I'm going to touch people. <laughs> people go, you know what? We should still keep the that's just metre another and a half weeks. distance. Another two weeks. You know what I mean. I, we know, we yeah. know. Mm-hmm. Hey, uh, we'll say hello to... <laughs> Uh, the rest of the girls for us. Your brand new single breakup song. It is out now. Get on there, uh, Leanne from Little Mix. Always a pleasure. Thank you for taking the time this morning. Ah, thank you so much. Take care, guys. Stab Abby and Matt on Hit 105. Alpha Bucks Kids. It's our final Alpha Bucks Kids tomorrow. Hopefully you've been practicing with the letters we give you in the podcast each day. Throw them at us, Matty. Uh, the second letter of the alphabet. B. And the sixth. F. Yeah, yeah. and Show me the money, honey. It's 105. Oh, kids, you are doing amazing. And Mr. Toys Toy World want to celebrate you with $100 to spend at their in-store online. Make your home zone your fun zone. MrToys.com.au. Who we got playing this morning? Harrison in Kalenga is nine years of age. When you win the voucher, what are you going to buy from Mr. Toys World? Um, Yu-Gi-Oh. Oh, Yu-Gi-Oh. What are they? What are they? That question um, was for you, Harrison. <laughs> um, they're like they're kind of like Pokemon, but a bit more complicated in the game. Yeah, yeah, yeah right. it's like Pokemon for, for the kids. Smart people. Yeah, 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 got yeah. it, got it. All right, well, you know how this works, little smarty. Um, you need to answer every question if you can. Say pass if you can't think quickly, and you just can't repeat the same answer. Okay. Yeah. All okay. right, and your letter is D for dinosaur. Yeah. All right, here we go, buddy. Your time's going to start when I finish the first question, which is, name an underwater animal. Dolphin. Name someone who works hard. Pass. Name something that can be a part of jewellery. Diamond. Name something you use a shovel for. Pardon? Name something you use a shovel for. Digging. Name a musical instrument you can hit. Pass. Name something you need to pay. Dollars. Name a girl's name. Dorothy. Name a type of spotty dog. Pass. Oh, well good job. Done. Good job. Six. Um, you did pass on a couple for a musical instrument that you can hit. You could have drum. And for someone who works hard, I understand why you're confused. But um, you could have wrote uh, uh, dad, dad, maybe. You could have said dad. No. No. Oh, yeah. A doctor yeah. I would have went with because yeah. doctors work very hard. Mm. Yeah. Uh, good on you, Harrison. You did an well amazing done. job. Uh, you got $100 to spend at Mr. Toy's Toy World. Stav, Abby and Matt. On Hit 105. Dear Abby. Sometimes in life, gets real. And that's when you need Abby to help. I'm trying to help you. If you want to get some help from everyone listening to the show or from anyone on the show here, you can send an email, dearabby at hit105.com.au and you can remain anonymous. Actually, that's just a blanket rule that I do anymore unless you say you want your name to be mentioned. (laughs) I don't. Uh, So this one reads... Okay. Uh, Dear Abby, my story relates to you, Abby. Um, As I have heard you talk about it before, I am a mum of two and I've been with my partner for 17 years and married for 13. I have drunk red wine for pretty much all my married life, hence why it relates to me. Um, Pretty much every night, at least a bottle. 
I do function well the next day, uh, taking the kids to kindy school and work. Um, but I do feel hangover, hungover every afternoon. During this time, I didn't want romance with my husband, but I do love him dearly. He's a tradie that goes to bed at 7.30 um, at night because he's got to get up for work early. I would stay up drinking till about 10 p.m. Uh, in December 2017, I found texts on my hubby's phone from his ex. Um, I found some messages on Facebook as well. Ends up they had been having an affair for four months. Uh, there were many text messages and phone calls between them um, and they did hook up sexually. His reason is he felt lonely uh, going to bed every night by himself while I stayed up drinking and he would take their kids to the park on the weekend while I slept. During this time, I started using codeine to give me a little bit of a lift up during the day. I was honest with my husband with all of this um, and him also honest with me telling me about the fair. I have gotten off codeine since February 2018, but I'm still drinking. My husband chose me, he broke it off with her, and I went to counselling. I now find myself, five months later, after giving up the drink and the codeine, that I'm back drinking every night, reliving what he did. I love him and he's a fabulous father, but how did you stop drinking, Abby? I heard you say that you used to drink a lot, and I can totally relate it to you. I feel as if, if I keep going, my hubby will be... Um, if I, I want to keep my hubby here for the sake of the kids. I've also gained 20 kilos from drinking, and mm. I hate the way that I do it just to make myself feel numb. I have gone to AA a couple of times, but if I have other alcohol in the fridge, I won't touch it. I'm addicted to red wine. I just want anyone who's listening to give me advice. 131060 is the number. Mm. Yeah. It's a weird one. Esther and I, Esther has not had a drinking problem as such, but we, we've had fights before, of, especially on weekends, because we get so tired after being up at, you know, 3.30, 4 o'clock in the morning. Like, I would want to go to bed at 7.30 or 8 on a Saturday, and she would want to stay up. Mm. And, I'd, and I don't know, it would, it would annoy me, even though I'm trying to get her to fit into my timetable. Mm. That didn't seem fair that I would do that to her. I don't think you're realising that people feel rejected because they feel like you're putting the alcohol and the drinking before them. Yeah. Because they would feel that you want to come home. I didn't expect... I, I still get messages um, when I spoke about it because I didn't, I didn't expect it to be a big deal, but I was saying that now mums are the biggest drinkers in Australia mm. rather than middle-aged men, that it used to be the case. And I think it's a lot to do um, with stress and not making excuses. But we were trying for a, another child and I had so many miscarriages and I just didn't deal with it well that I took to drinking and my husband was working nights so we never saw each other. And it just creeped up that I was drinking bottles and then hiding them. And yeah, I spoke right. about it and I still get people messaging me about that. And I, I said that I went to um, a GP and I said, look, I'm drinking too much and she was fabulous. And then I went to go and see a, a psychologist and never once when I went to the psychologist that was a referral for drinking too much mm. did we talk about drinking. Right. Well, there's all the other issues. Mm. Yeah. Which I, and I sounds basic, but it's a sense of control. And if she's feeling so um, that she's reliving it, she obviously hasn't got closure from the rejection and from the hurt and from the mm. pain. And mm. it's something that I would recommend going to counselling together for it. But also, what, well. what was it that started the drinking you know, like, mm. obviously she's still drinking because of the affair, but drinking before that, they obviously might have some issues to work through there before. Yeah. I think the uh, different time schedule doesn't help at all, does it, as well? No. So I said to Scotty I didn't want him to work um, nights anymore because he was doing night shift. Mm. And that was a big call because you're asking someone not to work, but I just said I don't know if this is going to mm. be well for our marriage, and he actually agreed and then changed it, and it was the best thing. Well, 131060 is our phone number. Um, don't be shy. This this uh, lady is listening this morning. Um, she wants to hear from anyone else who's been through this or anyone who may uh, just have a little bit of advice that can help her out. 131060, um, you too can remain anonymous if you want to come on the air um, and help her out. Stab Abby and Matt on Hit 105. Dear Abby. Sometimes in life, gets real. And that's when you need Abby to help. I'm trying to help you. If you need help, there are so many wonderful people that listen to this show that have probably got advice because they've gone through the same thing. I've got one from a lady who's concerned about her drinking. That's the first step, admitting it. Um, she does say that she's been drinking more lately. Her husband um, did have an affair a few years ago. She's still thinking about it and she wants to be able to stop but just doesn't know how. Now, uh, Emma from Laidley, you heard this story. We know she's listening this morning and, and you've got some advice. 
Well, I don't know if I've got any advice. My advice is keep drinking. I don't know if that's good advice. No, no, we, we won't say advice then. What's your story? Uh. So, um, similar position. Not The hubby hasn't had an affair. I actually don't know why I even started drinking, to be honest. I didn't start till I was in my mid-20s. Um, now I drink every day. Can you remember the last day um, you didn't drink? Maybe two or three weeks ago, like during the week sometime. I'm not sure. Is that um, cycle of saying you're not going to drink and then feeling ashamed the next day and saying well, you're not, and then just, yeah. Yeah, and you, what you said before, Abby, about me putting the alcohol before other people, I've never looked at it that way. Mm. I've never seen it as an issue or a problem until I heard this segment. I'm like, oh, my gosh, I didn't realise. I, I didn't think it could be... You know, seen as a big problem like that. I didn't. I, I'm Has still, anyone in yeah. your life ever said that it bothers them? Um, actually, my partner's family constantly remind me that right. I'm drink. I'm a drinker, um, or they have a laugh or a joke or a gibbet. You know, me drinking. Yeah. Mm. But um, I don't know. I, <laughs> maybe. I maybe you should get some help, like from a site. I think people don't realise um, how much your GP can help you and can refer you to places or put you on the mental health scheme, which was my lifesaver. So I would recommend going to see them. Um, that's what uh, the Info um, Anonymous is sharing this morning. Good morning, yeah, Anonymous. Hi. hi. Um, yeah, I work in the doctor's surgery and... I haven't experienced it myself, but I definitely can see the um, benefits where people are ready to help, like receive help, and they come in and they see their GP. There's different things that they're able to get, so you have to fit a certain criteria. It's a bit complex, but they can look at if they have the criteria to get a chronic disease management plan, and that then gives them um, rebatable services for dietitians and that to help with her weight loss as well. And they do a great idea of, you know, the Queensland Health um, is swap it, don't stop it. So it might be like, okay, we'll reduce the intake of your alcohol, but it might be also swap it for this. But she'll also be able to get a mental health care plan and then see a psychologist to do that, you know, background, why are you drinking? I think it is so important while, you know, there's always great to vent and speak about other people's scenarios and that, but without seeing a GP and starting that background you know, getting help. Um, yeah, it's just really imperative that people go to their GP and say, I'm ready for help, I need it. Because it's all well and good for your family to push you there, but if you're not ready, yeah, you're not doesn't really matter how much... Do yeah. yeah. And I think, yeah. I, I reckon when you go there, you always think, oh my God, no one else has gone through this or she's going to be so surprised when you go. But you, mm. I think people forget the GP. You see so many people that have gone through the same. And they just have such a lack of uh, judgment that it oh, does yeah. make you I was going to say, you'd be worried that the GP might judge you, but doctors don't. Mm. 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 They do a course on that. No judgment course. Oh, really? Oh. I don't know. Everyone should do that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, Anonymous joins us again. Now, um, Anonymous, you've been in a similar situation to this woman. Yes. What, what's what the, would be your uh, what's advice? Your um, really, it bottles the standard whether you're ready to talk about it to someone or not, um, and accepting the fact that you have a problem and then getting the right help you need. Like, I, I still drink heavily, but not as much as I used to. It's still every day, but I've slowed down quite a bit, and that um, it really bottled down to me accepting the fact that I had a problem and talking to people about it. When you were at the height of it, did you always... Like, would you see uh, hear of other alcoholics and not realise that you were one yourself? Did you, you th- think, oh, I'm not one of them? Yeah, I went to quite a few AA meetings and was sitting there listening and was like, well, these people have problems, I don't. Mm. But, um, yeah, it, it was just in denial. Well, uh, thanks for calling up and sharing, mate. Um, Lifeline is always available to talk through these sorts of things as well if you've listened to this this morning and, and you want to reach out for help. 13, 11, 14. But it does seem like the main advice is to head to the GP yeah. um, and, and get a handle on it. Uh, it's Stav, Abby and Matt. If you've got uh, anything you want to help with, dear Abby, at hit105.com.au. Stav, Abby and Matt. On Hit 105. I want the truth. You can't handle the truth. 
intervention. Now, everyone knows that our show, Stab Abby and Matt, is 110% factual. <laughs> Every, everything is no researched. One that. No one has ever said that. Yeah, they have. We're, well, we're trying to do it, but we have you on board, Stav. Thank you. I'm bringing that, that curve down. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, you, you bring a lot of facts to, uh, to the show, Stav. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of them are lies. You're the fact man. <laughs> um, but one of the things, one of the greatest facts that you've ever shared on this show, and you should tell it again, you know exactly the one that I'm talking about. Uh, the finale of MASH, the long-running TV show uh, set in the Korean War, when that finished, when the finale finished, the New York um, toilet system was overflowed because everyone was waiting for the end of the show to go to the bathroom, and they all went at the same time. And that's a true fact. Fact. And a great fact. What have I done? Um, you made a statement on our show just the other day. Who's our favourite commentator? Rabs. Rabs is still working, right? Yeah, he's um even he, he's got a son who sounds exactly the same. Yeah, he sometimes fills in for him. Apparently, no, that's a myth. No, no. Rabs has a fear of flying. Mm-hmm. So even though he's committed to state of origin, sometimes he has it off, and his oh, son God, comes in, and it's seamless. <laughs> that is the biggest load of crap I've ever heard. The thing is, Stav has told me that for years. Every time we talk about State of Origin, for the eight, nine years I've worked with him, he has Mm -hmm. told me that story, and I've never... I I guess I don't really know his son, so I was just like, okay, no worries. Well, his uh, son, Chris, got word Mm -hmm. of the fact that you've been spreading, Stav, and he's called through to the show right now. Yeah, good morning, guys. How are we? Uh, Mate. You don't even sound like it. No, he puts it on. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Okay, wait. Where now is... you do you do work for the continuous call team on the Macquarie Media Network for another network, so you do commentate. Um, that I do, yeah. Um, and you uh, don't you don't put your dad's voice on, do you? You just use yours. No, I, I I'm my own person. I've got an older brother, Mark, who does uh, a bit of uh, Rab's impersonating. Obviously, genetics do play a bit of a role, so there, there might be some expressions I come out with or. or some intonations that might sound similar to Ray. That's but, uh, not a try. That's a miracle. <laughs> that's the one. Mark Coyne. No, you got that in one. Mm-hmm. But, um, yeah, no, he's probably the most impersonated voice out there, I think. And for many, many years, he used to, well, in some ways, find it a bit offensive. It's people taking the mickey out of him. But I think he's mm-hmm. relaxed in, in later years and seems to think that um, impersonations are, are, I guess, a, a form of flattery. That is the mistake we've made here, and as soon as I saw the name pop up on the screen, I knew that we'd made that mistake. It is Mark that um, people say. Oh, oh yes. yes. <laughs> can I even ask you? No, don't do that. Chris, 100%. can I even ask you um, another lie that he's told me? He said that your dad never flies. If there's an opportunity, he will drive up because he's got a fear of flying. Is that even true? Yeah, no, that's spot on. Spot on. You'll okay. very seldom find him doing a game if it's interstate or requ- requiring uh, having to board a plane. He hates it. Absolutely mm. hates it. Right. So because that was the two-part, but he told me that, and as a result, so he, got he that. would no, get he got you that. to... To, yeah, to do it so for him. He, um, well, he doesn't let the truth get in the way of a good story by the sound of things. He got that part <laughs> right. But in terms of me ever filling in for, for Dad, no, I haven't I haven't done that. Yeah. Are, you, are um, you saying, though, that this, this one is such a big secret that you don't even know that Mark does this? Oh, no, no. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, That's amazing. No. Mark is amazing. probably like to do that. No. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah, no, it's never wow. happened. Never happened. I guess go. from time to time, if, if there's a... If there's a um, a desperate need. I guess mm. one of us could come in and maybe. Can you do take it for me and... now? No, look, it's not my cup of tea. No, not my cup of no. tea. It's not. I don't, don't be rude, Abby. Not unless you've got to ring Telstra or something and sort out your your dad's <laughs> internet, and he doesn't want to take the call. Then that's when you can impersonate him, maybe. But um... uh, possibly, yeah, possibly <laughs> if, if need be. But uh, um, Stav, Stav, give me a, yes. give me a, a sample of what you've got. Oh well, yeah, I don't know about that. I won't be doing that anytime soon. Is that the best you got? <laughs> yep, that's it, mate. Jab, <laughs> <laughs> Stav. Is that the best you've got? Where that's the best go? I've got there, Chris. That's definitely the best. <laughs> well, that'll have to do me. <laughs> <laughs> How is your dad going? He's good. Uh, he's good. He's been he's been semi-retired for forty-five years. I mean, he's been doing what one day a week. He can't complain. Um, but I haven't been to visit him recently. He's a bit of a hypochondriac, Rab. So I don't want to be taking any viruses in the 
in the front door or anything. And yeah, fair enough. You know, he's in his seventies, so yeah. mate. I will tell you what, everyone's itching for the NRL to come back, um, and you know, especially with State of Origin, is it going to happen? Is it not? Um, fingers crossed. You you actually, you know, working as a commentator, yeah. and you, your dad got the inside word from Channel Nine. You guys would know more than us. Anything that you oh, want to share? Oh, look, yeah, you, you know, look, I think it's tracking very well. I think it'll happen. I think as the uh, the COVID nineteen uh, rate continues to drop. Uh, I think we will be we starting at the at the end of May, possibly early June. There's talk of a 20 round season, a four round uh, final, four weeks of finals, and then the state of origin, a three game series, possibly being played at the back end of November. So uh, fingers crossed that that can all happen. But I mean, uh, first and foremost, let's let's think about all those people out there that are really struggling and and out of work. Completely, mate. Yeah, uh, well, great to, to quash another myth almost. Um, <laughs> Stav will keep it alive with your other brother there. Um, but uh, Chris, Chris Warren, nice to talk to you, buddy. Pleasure. Uh, there he is, Chris Warren, Rabs Warren's son, who says he does not impersonate his dad when his dad doesn't want to go to work. Should have asked me, he would have told you it was Mark. <laughs> Stav, Abby and Matt on Hit 105. Can you make a hotline ring? Can ask us anything. Last calls, anything you want to say, you can. 13, 10, 60, anonymous. Oh, anonymous. What do you want to say? I actually just wanted to say thank you to all the parents who are homeschooling their kids. I am a high school teacher mm-hmm. and I that they are doing an amazing job and putting far too much pressure and stress on themselves. So just wanted to say Make sure your kids are taking breaks. We have breaks in class, like every 20 or 30 minutes, we change activities so they don't go crazy. Mm-hmm. Um, no more than a couple of hours, like four to four to five hours of work a day and just have some fun with them. We'll catch them up when you when they come back to us. That's oh, our job. We'll do that. Oh. Sorry, stop stressing and just go with the flow. I think for the first time ever, parents are going, oh, this is why teachers get all those holidays. We will probably never whinge about that uh, ever again. Thank you very much, Anonymous. Yeah, thank you. Mark and Rothwell, it's last calls time. What do you got for us? Hey, mate, I just want to say a uh, happy 15th wedding anniversary to my sexy, beautiful wife, Rochelle. Oh, oh lovely. Is this, this is her present? Uh, this uh, We're going to go out for dinner tonight. We're going to get some takeaway and find a secluded somewhere and sit and have a romantic dinner. Oh, you know what? You will remember this one. So there yeah. you go. <laughs> uh, you, do you usually do big um, stuff for your anniversary when there's non-isolation, Mark? Like, is it usually a big thing for you guys? Um, all over the place. So sometimes we do it something big. Sometimes we stay somewhere. Sometimes we just chill out at home. Yeah, nice. Uh, well, good on you, buddy. You enjoy that takeaway. Um, we all know what anniversaries are a guarantee for. Presents. Hmm. Cam in Cleveland, what do you want to say? <laughs> Yeah, I know Maddie loves a good fuel story. Oh, mate, chasing cheap fuel. That's my, one of my top cheapest, five hobbies. <laughs> I know where the cheapest fuel is in Brisbane. Mm-hmm. It is at Virginia United. It's 75.9 for unleaded. No. Really? Wow. Yeah. 75? Did you just drain your own fuel tank just so you could fill up for that cheap? <laughs> Do you know what? I thought about it, but there was a guy behind me in a Mustang, and he pulled four fuel containers out of the boot, <gasps> filling them up himself. Really? <laughs> yeah. 75 cents. Well, I heard in the news, Joseph uh, was saying the other day that apparently there's such an oversupply of oil mm. that they're paying um, manufacturers to take barrels of oil. They're giving them a barrel of oil and $54, saying, please get this stuff off our hands. <laughs> Yeah, well, I know diesel was only eighteen as well. That's the cheapest I've seen it since I was in primary yeah. school, I think. Yeah, Can you right. imagine doing that delivery? Mm. Hey, mm. things have changed, haven't they? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Remember a few months ago? Yeah, right. Also, guys, would you mind if I just did a shout-out to my stepson, Jet, who's doing really well with his homeschooling? No, yeah. well, mate, no, no worries at all. So yeah. shout-out. How old is Jet? Uh, Jet is 11, going on 12. He's gone into high school next year, and he's right. doing really well. And my wife, April, and baby Sadie have been making sure he's getting through it all. Oh, good on oh, you, buddy. Good, good job, work, guys. All right, there we go. So what was that, um, what did you say in Virginia? People want that cheap fuel? At the United Servo, just down the road from Bunnings in Virginia. Stab Abby and Matt on Hit 105. Rowie on the air after 9 o'clock. He's got his cap backwards. He means business today, so if you want to get your requests in for the free-for-all, he's standing by. 131060 is your number. He's getting engaged soon as well, so he'll be excited. Oh, don't say that. We can't see his reaction to this. 
<laughs> he's just is he smiling? Is his arms folded? What is he doing? Uh, he's unhappy now. His girlfriend's dropping engagement ring hints all the time. Right. Um, so, oh, he's coming in. He's coming into the studio oh. now. Oh, yeah, come on, come on in. Oh, look at that. So. This narrative needs to change. <laughs> <laughs> Your girlfriend's the one who's sending you pictures of engagement rings, mate. Yeah, that stopped real quick. Real quick. Okay. I think she was just joking. Do you think? Yeah, maybe. Maybe she's Have just having be. a little bit of the uh, isolation fever. <laughs> <laughs> Let's take a moment. This is the last man I've ever seen. <laughs> <laughs> They'll same never let it. me out. Uh, same as how the Bachelor girl. <laughs> hey, we've got a new addition in our house, which is pretty exciting. Mm-hmm. Uh, not only have we got three recorders, because my son lost one last year and now they started doing recorders in prep, mm-hmm. then he refound it, so we've got three. We've just found a harmonica. Oh, Ooh, nice. Uh, so they've been practicing. I've got a little uh-huh. bit of a concert for you. I can post you. Um, his favourite song is Sleeping Cat. Uh-huh. Don't know why it's Sleeping Cat, because it's very noisy. Mm-hmm. So... I'll play some for you tomorrow because tomorrow's music class with homeschooling. Oh, thanks. Wait. But no thanks. I feel bad when you see, like, or you hear Chopper Dave has done a uh, traffic report where someone's had an accident. Because mm. you think there's less cars on the road now. That, <laughs> you know, like, there's less chances of running up the back of someone. Yeah. You must just be like, really? The roads are empty and I'm still having a car accident? <laughs> but I had this morning on the way to work, which is even more annoying, every red light. Mm. And I thought, is it the person who, you know, maybe sits in some room and looks after the lights or whatever? It used to be. Yeah, are they, are they mm. automatic? Yeah. Were they messing with me? Because I caught every <laughs> red light down Milton Road and let through no cars. Every intersection, there was no cars mm. at all. And even the person who pulled up beside me, we kind of looked at each other like, what, is, what the, what? <laughs> Every set of lights, we just stopped. So uh, to that person who is clearly bored there in that little room operating all of the <laughs> lights, thanks. But no thanks. Good luck with you. Homeschooling today, parents. I was doing a little bit of it myself yesterday with Rory. She's got these um, grids. There's 100 numbers, and you solve a maths problem, and you colour in that grid with a different colour, and in the end, it makes a picture. Pretty. And I've discovered that I am terrible at math. Because you keep on going, that's 72. I'm like, no, it isn't. 71. I said, no, Dad, it's 72. At one point, she turned to me and said, I can get a calculator if you want. I said, we can't use a calculator. She goes, no, I mean, for you. <laughs> <laughs> so, homeschooling, thank you for exposing my weaknesses, but no thanks. Stab Abby and Matt on Hit 105. There we go. That's the podcast, everyone. Have a wonderful afternoon, evening, morning, whenever you're listening to this. Bye. 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 Stab Abby and Matt. Stab Abby and Matt.